Welcome everyone to another episode of Friday PM. Let's talk about it. That's terrible. Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> welcome everyone. Where are you joining us from? Welcome, welcome. If you're new to Friday PM, welcome to our series. We hope that you'll catch up with all the other episodes. God richly bless you. It's no accident that you're joining us. So God bless you today. And for all our friends, family, people watching all over the world, we appreciate you. Thank you for watching and may you be richly blessed today as well. Well, we've got some announcements again. Rachel, please take it away. Yes, we have Friday PM is available on podcasts. So it's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So you can listen wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Well done. Stuff, take it away. Well, uh, share this video with your friends and family so they can be blessed as well. And leave the like under the video and subscribe to, to our YouTube channel if you have not yet done it. And click that notification bell so you can be notified of our latest content. Great. Well done, man. Better every time. I, I think you're going to say, and back to you in the studio. Back to you in the studio. And then you're, uh, I, but I am in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Christoph. Well, you are. <laughs> well done, Christoph. Thank you. Well, today we're talking about a great subject. And I believe the Lord has confirmed that it is the right subject to talk about. And it's so big that actually we kind of were a little bit, uh, how can I say? Not fearful, but it was kind of one of those where we say, Lord, you really need to help us. So we really pray that the Lord will help us today. Because when we talk about wisdom, I don't think one can say very much. Because all the wisdom that we need and that is available comes from the Lord himself. So we're going to just delve into the word today because you can't beat what it says in the word. So we might ask the Lord to maybe have... Our, help us with the interpretation of the word. But as you can see, we brought some of our Bibles along. Uh, so it's a little bit of a Bible study today. So if you're ready for some Bible study, you've come to the right place. And you know, the word of God says that his word does not return void. So if we share his word, we know that it's got life and it's got power. Um, so we're going to ask the Lord just to breathe a fresh wave of wisdom into our lives. And uh, so we pray it'll be a blessing to you. I'm going to start straight away. And of course, when you talk about wisdom, look no further than Proverbs. Uh, so we're going to start right there. Uh, Proverbs 3, verse, uh, verse 5. Just to prove the point why we're not going to say too much and <laughs> leave it to the Word of God is to say, Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And then it goes on to say, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And then the last one, it says in verse seven, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So praise the Lord. I think we're going to kick off with that, um, talking about wisdom. We were just sharing it as a team a little bit that, you know, there's so much knowledge out there. And Rachel, you, you said something uh, as we were praying that you said that God's wisdom 
It's, it's basically foolishness. I know there's a there's a verse up there. I don't know where that verse is now. But well, in somewhere in the Bible, it talks about the, that the foolishness of God confounds the wise. So often we think we're so wise, and but the God God does things that look so stupid. They look so simple. He sent his son to die on a cross. What does that mean? You know, it doesn't it doesn't make logical or intellectual sense. But that foolishness God t- takes to confound us because His wisdom is greater than mm. any wisdom that we think that we possess in and of ourselves. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Uh, Charlene, you were passionate about uh, the rest of uh, that part in Proverbs 3. Do you want to read it to us? Yes, I really love how Proverbs personifies wisdom as a person. I, I love it. It makes it more attractive to me. I, I, I feel like I can talk to wisdom. And actually in one place it says, um, make wisdom your sister. And I like that. It means that she can come and sit up close to me and we have a little conversation. <laughs> and um, here in the message, um, I like it a little further on in the message. Uh, it, it says, you're blessed when you meet Lady Wisdom, when you make friends with Madam Insight. <laughs> She's worth far more than money in the bank. Her friendship is better than a big salary. Her value exceeds all the trappings of wealth. Nothing you could wish for holds a candle to her. With one hand, she gives long life. With the other, she confers recognition. Her manner is beautiful. Her life wonderfully complete. She is the very tree of life to those who embrace her. Hold her tight and be blessed. I love that. I love that. And you taught me. Uh, many years ago, if you don't know what to read, go and find out what is the date for the day. It's, you know, the third, the fourth, the fifth of the month. Is that what you wanted to say later? No, no. Oh, okay. No. I didn't want to steal your thunder. I wanted to be wise, Dan. Shalom, just... just. <laughs> There's anyway. wisdom now for me just to keep quiet, you see. So. <laughs> Well, I loved it because, you you know, I, I learned that from you. When you don't know what to read, sometimes we open the Bible and go, where do we read today? And if it's the fifth of the month, tenth of the month, or whatever, go to Proverbs. It's got 31 chapters. It's perfect one for every day. And uh, uh, read through that one chapter. And um, it really, uh, you can never tire of what's in Proverbs. And Ecclesiastes you know, as well. There's so much wisdom there. Mm. Mm. Uh, Zach. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Share with us, uh, is, is, what, what are the wisdom scriptures that, that stood out for you? Well, mine only, funny enough, mine are just taglining off of uh, Rachel and Charlene's. So what I've got is the first one's from Proverbs. And it also, like the first, I think what we talked about it the other day, I had the first like 10 chapters of Proverbs just dealing with wisdom. Mm. And uh, so this is in chapter 8. And it says, um, or sorry, I'll start in chapter 9. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning, the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And then back in chapter 8, it says, To fear the Lord. So what is to fear the Lord? You know, we talk about what is fear mm. the Lord. and. And there's a scripture I think you'll bring up later about what, what it is. But it also says here in chapter 8, to fear the Lord is to hate evil. Um, I hate arrogant pride, evil conduct, and perverse speech. I possess good advice and competence. I have understanding and strength. 
It is by me that kings reign and rulers enact just law. By me princes lead, as do nobles and all righteous judges. I love those who love me, and those who search for me find me. And with me are riches and honor, lasting wealth and righteousness. And it goes on, and I'll let you um, continue to read it, but um, what Rachel referenced was um, from 1 Corinthians. And it talks about the wisdom of God being um, foolishness to men mm. and, the, and the wisdom of men being foolishness to God. And we all know ultimately which one prevails there. Um, but it says that uh, in 1 Corinthians, it says that Jesus is the wisdom of God. And he talks about, um, Paul talks about um, the message of the cross, which is foolishness, yeah. as, you, as you mentioned. And it's written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. I will set aside the understanding of the experts. And he goes on to say, God has chosen what is insignificant and despised in the world, what is viewed as nothing, to bring to nothing what is viewed as something, mm -hmm. so that no man can boast in his presence. It is from him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became God-given wisdom for us, our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, in order that, as it is written, the one who boasts must boast in the Lord. So Paul said, when I came to you, I didn't do anything. I didn't come with brilliance or speech, brilliance of speech or wisdom. I didn't think it was a good idea to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. Mm. Very good. Uh, Christoph, the one that you brought up initially, I think was fantastic. What's that verse uh, that really, uh, that you highlighted? In the first chapter of James, of the book of James, is basically written that uh, we can ask for wisdom. And if you read through the first eight uh, verses of the chapter, um, it is explained how. And um, it, it says uh, that we should uh, find joy in our trials. It creates patience. And then later on in this context, uh, it said that we can ask for wisdom and it will be given unto us God, because uh, God gives uh, without reproach and liberally to those who ask Him. Mm. And later on it says that we should ask uh, without being hesitant in our requests. That way we can obtain whatever we, whatever we ask for because if we doubt, then uh, James uh, writes that we should not be expecting anything because a man who doubts is double-minded in all his ways. So, so that's written in there. And uh, I think that there, there, is obviously many, there are obviously many examples in the Bible of that. One example I find um, interesting is in, in, the Luke, uh, in the book of Luke, uh, chapter uh, 10, sorry, the, uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. Uh, in the end of the chapter, there's the story of how Jesus came to the house of Mary and Martha, the two sisters, and he was, uh, he was uh, fellowshipping with them. He was having a fellowship and uh, Mary was sitting uh, by the feet of Jesus. We, uh, we, write, uh, we, we read how uh, she was listening to him, everything he was saying. And Martha was busy with all the stuff in the kitchen. And she was upset with her sister that she didn't do all these things because she later on came to Jesus and, and, and say, how can you, how can, how can you, um, approve of this, that, you know, I am busy with all the matters in the kitchen and my sister's here doing nothing, just listening. And he basically uh, 
not scolded, but maybe uh, uh, corrected her, said, Martha, uh, you're busy with all the things, and, and, and your sister Mary took the good part. She, uh, she chose the good part. So the good part here in this context of, of getting wisdom is, I believe Martha realized that there is this precedent, there is this situation that might not happen again in the future, that Jesus came uh, who she believed in, in, and he was the savior of, of humankind, and he came in and he was having fellowship with them, so for her to, to choose to be with him was the better part uh, that, that Jesus spoke about, was the better part that he was basically speaking wisdom. His, his uh, word was all wise. He didn't say any foolish thing because the Bible says not to and he didn't sin in anything. So one thing he didn't do in his life was speaking foolish. So, so if he did not speak foolish, then it means he spoke wisdom. So she being busy listening to him was, was listening to wisdom and I believe, I don't want to take it out of context or, or misrepres misrepresent what the Bible says, but I think in the context of wisdom, she was listening to wisdom, so she chose to, to learn and to seek the wisdom, like it's also written in the, in the Old mm -hmm. Testament, to, to seek wisdom, and this is, uh, I believe, that the good part that she chose. Mm -hmm. mm. Thank you. Yeah, food for thought. Uh, Rachel, what, what verse stood out for you, or what verses? Yeah, in, in Proverbs 4, you know, like you said, that the beginning chapters of Proverbs talk all about wisdom. And um, it says in Proverbs 4, um, looking at verse 5, it says, Get wisdom, get understanding. Don't forget or turn away from the words of my mouth. Don't abandon wisdom and she will watch over you. Love her and she will guard you. Wisdom is supreme, so get wisdom. And whatever else you get, Get understanding. Cherish her and she will exalt you. If you embrace her, she will honour you. She will place a garland of grace on your head. She will give you a crown of beauty. And in another translation, it says, whatever you do, you know, if it costs you everything that you have, yeah. get wisdom. wisdom. Because wisdom is better than riches. Mm. Because when you have wisdom, you can have riches but not be wise. Yeah. So you, 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 don't, you don't use them wisely. Mm. So it's almost like, well, what's the point of having, the, having riches if you don't know how to use them wisely, if you don't know how to spend wisely, if you don't know how to share wisely? Um, but God wants us to have that wisdom because it, it's life. Mm. <laughs> wisdom itself brings life. It brings that abundance of life that we all want. And sometimes we think life is in things. Life is in um, tangible things, but this is saying the essence of life is not just in, it's not in the tangible things, the things that we can see, think, you know, feel and touch and, and with all our senses. It's in those things that are not tangible. They are spiritual. Yeah. The life is in the spirit. Mm. Uh, and that's, that's just, I think I'm just getting a revelation myself, <laughs> but that that is just so important because we can have everything in the world but still not have life, mm. Mm. not true life. Well, yeah. You know, I, I always w felt very insecure because um, I never ha finished my degree. Two years into studying, 
I was so busy with doing shows in South Africa that I ended up leaving and not finishing my third year. And I married into a family that all have degrees. <laughs> and my sister has a degree now. My dad has a degree. Um, you guys have degrees. And I always felt very insecure because I, I felt, oh, Lord, you know, I don't even have anything to my name. And I got a little bit of a revelation the other day. And it's like the Holy Spirit told me, you might not have a degree here on earth, but you are certainly writing a lot of exams and tests and you will get your degree when you get to heaven. Amen. And I got so excited because I realized that what is a degree here on earth? It will help me maybe, yes, um, but in the end it's Christ crucified. Yeah. And it's it's all about him, life and spirit. That's all about heaven yeah. one mm. day. And I just felt my, um, I saw myself telling Reuben that the other day and I heard my mom coming through mm -hmm. my mouth uh, like we all do when we eventually become parents. And she said that to me when I was young. She said, Charlene, everything about this earth, about this world is totally contrary to God. If you are exalted as a man, doesn't mean anything for God. Even Paul said, I counted as drac before the Lord. Mm. Do you say that in English, drac? We say, okay, as Afrikaans. Dung, you say, count it as dung, you okay. count it as dirt. I as... counted as dung. Mm. And Paul was a learned man. Yeah. 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 Jean, you're talking about, uh, you know, these degrees and that, but oh, that's just knowledge that you've acquired. Yeah. It's knowledge. And Proverbs 1 verse 7 says, the fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. Wow. But fools despise wisdom and discipline. So true knowledge, you can have knowledge, but it's not true knowledge. You know, we each have degrees in different things. Yes, the Lord can use that, and there's some that we each use, and that the Lord, you know, it's, it's foundational things, but even that has been established by principles that God made anyway. So uh, you can't, you know, you can't take away from that. And, you know, just to say, you know, all the... All the, the people that God chose that he used in the Bible were, were, were fishermen. Mm. Yes. They weren't, yeah. they weren't yeah. you know, the most of the people that annoyed him were the ones that were really educated. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm sure that in heaven you're going to get an angel with a beautiful scroll when you get there. And, it goes, <laughs> and now we have Charlene and this, this golden thing is going to fall on your head with a thing. And they're going to bring the tassel from this side to that yeah. side. <laughs> so Charlene, bless you. Uh, someone wanted to add something. Did you want to add something? No. I liked what you said. Sorry. Can I can I let you s tell us about um, when you just gave your life to the Lord? Oh yeah. And you stayed with your mom. I, I was really touched when you said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When I when I just uh, I got saved at university and came home not too long after, maybe like I don't know a year after or something, and uh, lived with my mom for a period of months while I was working with her and in the office. Um, the pastor of the church, uh, Greg Bennett, his wife, Sandy, worked with my mom. And so we worked together and um, my mom sent us out one day to do something at one of the houses that they managed. And we were on a long trip, like an hour away. And uh, we were just driving in the car talking about stuff. I was newly saved, so I was like really, really, you know, just like a sponge, everything I could get, you know. And we were talking about the Lord. And Sandy said, you know, this just occurred to me. She just I think it was after a moment of silence. She goes, this just really randomly occurred to me. She said, do you know the only thing that you can ask God for without, that he'll give you without measure? 
and I said, no, I've no, got no idea. You know, I'm thinking grace, love, you know, faith. I'm thinking all these things. And she said, wisdom. She said, wisdom is the only thing that God says. Now, I mean, he pours out just yeah. lavishly everything, but just explicitly. Mm. Um, the Bible talks about in James, ask, and it will be poured out without measure. Mm. But all you have to do is ask. Yeah. Without reproach. I love yeah. that, what you yeah, said, uh, yeah, Crystal. You that, yeah. And Charlene, uh, I think one of your favorite ones is Proverbs sixteen sixteen because you said, how much better to get wisdom than gold and, and to choose understanding rather than silver. And you said, because, you know, you do like, you know, God, you know, it's natural to like this. Blaine. Blaine. All right, get out with it. Let's just get it out there. But, uh, but it's true. It's true. You can have all the bling and all the things. And that's for me many times so sad is when we see someone that has acquired wealth and you see them misuse or that they don't appreciate or you see that there's no contingency or it's just instant gratification. So when it lacks wisdom, you can have it all. Yeah. But like, as you said, if you don't manage it the right way or apply it God's way, yeah, yeah, it just it just loses its value. It loses you lose the value of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and I think you know what it, it says about because wisdom keeps you on track. Wisdom, you know, it's not everything is permissible. Not everything is beneficial. We know that the Bible says that, and it's wisdom that helps us to know what is good for us to do and what is not good for us to do. Because you can do it, you can do whatever you want, but what is going to ultimately, what is going to help? What brings life? Mm. What brings hope? And I think sometimes the thing that I would struggle, I struggle with, and I think, you know, James talks about it, is the tongue. Mm. <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's so difficult to, you know, really harness your thoughts before they get pushed out through your mouth. <laughs> because yes, we think things and we, you know, this is right and that is right and that person did this and that. But actually being able to harness your tongue and that self-control, which comes with wisdom, that is, that's just a lifelong <laughs> journey. And- um, Yeah, we don't have that problem, Rachel. It's only you, you know, I mean, Christoph, you don't have that problem. I mean, it comes natural, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zach, I mean, it's easy. I mean, shame, Rachel. I'm, we're sorry to hear that you struggle with that. I mean, <laughs> I I'm joking. It. Okay, I'm joking. See, I, I live by the scripture that says, even a fool is thought perceptive when he's quiet. So that's, I just, <laughs> just. Yeah, but, you, but you're not quiet that much. So how does that? <laughs> <laughs> what, what really got me, um, and I shared this with, with, the, with the team as well, is, you know, if you say you acquire wisdom, all right, now you might be sitting there thinking, well, how do I get it? We all say that you need wisdom. So how do you get it? Yeah, I'd like to know, please. How do you get it? So, okay, I need wisdom. Lord, I need wisdom. So, okay, we ask the Lord, yes. Okay, we ask Him, but how do you get it? And yeah. this part for me really, really nailed it. Because in Proverbs 2, verse 1, it says, first of all, my son, if you receive my words... So we have to receive something, all right? That's one thing that we have to do. That's an action. There's so many actions in here. So if you think, well, what can I do? Well, this is taking action. Action is number one, receive my words and treasure my commands within you. Those are two action things that you have to receive over you. Then it says, um, so that you, uh, sorry, so that you incline your ear to wisdom, using your ears. 
to hear and apply your heart to understanding. So your heart has to change as well. Lord, change my heart. Yes, if you cry out for discernment, cry out, meaning cry out, physically say, Lord, I need it. If you lift up your voice for understanding, lift up your voice, say, Lord, I need it. Cry out for me. Sometimes it can go with with physical tears. We are desperate and say, Lord, I need wisdom in this situation. I can't do without it. That's what we need to do. Then it says, if you seek her as silver and you search for it as hidden treasure. In other words, you need to seek and search. Your feet actually need to walk somewhere. You need to walk and go and see someone. You need to go and go and search for it as a hidden treasure. And if you've done all these things, verse 5 says, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So there is action. There are things that we have to do. Yes, praying is good. And I think we have to ask, but this gives us tools for our whole body, for all our senses, for everything to would want it. And it's almost like the Bible is challenging us that it's not just on the surface. It's not just surface. You know, the deepest treasures, as you know, you have to go in mind for. It takes yeah. danger. It takes, it takes, you have to spend money to get the money. It, yeah. it takes... It's deep there, baby. You've got to go and get it. You need yeah. to, you know, it can cost a life. It can cost, it cost it's, it's going to cost you something to get this, what the Bible wants you to obtain. Yeah. It's not just lying where you can just pick it up. Yeah, I want that. No, I don't want that one. Yeah. You know, you can't, <laughs> once you get it, I think you're going to hold on to it pretty well yeah. once you've done all that it says in here. Yeah. Ecclesiastes 8 uh, was lovely here in the message. There's nothing better than being wise, knowing how to interpret the meaning of life. Wisdom puts light in the eyes and gives gentleness to words and manners. Mm. I like the beginning. There's nothing better than being wise. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really find myself more and more in my prayer times asking the Lord to just, just pile it right on top of me. I don't care if it's as heavy as a massive rock. Just you said I can ask and you'll give it liberally. Well, give it to me because you can be in a situation where you feel totally out of your depth Mm. and all you need to do is reach down and grab that liberally given wisdom Mm. and it will just come out and and you afterwards you'll go wow that wasn't me and that's great because then you can give glory to the Lord. Charlene and uh, Proverbs uh, Proverbs 24 6 it says, for by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Mm-hmm. So this, if we counsel with people too, that's when we get the wisdom as well. Uh, we're so blessed to have a real father in the church um, with, with John, with Pastor John and our team. And just the wisdom, people that have acquired wisdom, people to acquire from people before we make decisions, before we go you know, that we don't have to work it all out. I think that's when we get overwhelmed because we, I think as human beings, and, and I'm speaking, <laughs> speaking for myself, <laughs> but we're so bombarded with information. We get knowledge on our phones. We get stuff. And we have to process this every day. We get information. We can Google anything. Brother Google, sister Google, whoever she is to you. Um, that's, we get information, information, and we have to dissect. Then we hear things on the news. We see things on TV. We hear people talking and people have opinions. And 
just talking about it actually makes me feel a little bit overwhelmed because we have to now unscramble all of this and find truth in that. Mm. And I think that's what's tiring. Yeah. People are so tired and living on the edge nowadays because I think it's tiresome having to unscramble and find the truth for you. So I think, for me, based on what we've read here, is to ask God for wisdom yeah. ourselves, but then go and go and inquire, go and ask, go and seek for wisdom with people, go and speak to people that's got godly wisdom. What do you think about this? I've got this decision to make. What do you think is the wise cause of action? And many times if we put that fleece out and say, Lord, speak to me through that person, it's obviously got to be someone who's God-fearing, okay? Not just someone who's got knowledge. We, we're talking about the person who's got true knowledge, that's got the fear of the Lord. If they have the fear of the Lord, they're going to have that kind of knowledge that you're after. But there's so much counsel. I tell you, I, I can't say it enough. I would not be sitting here if God didn't use wise counselors in my life. I know it. I would have been long gone, man. There's people that God has just used to, to help steer you, to help you make the right decisions. Oh, it's vital, absolutely vital. And I think, you know, I think what you're saying is important because in, there many people have a destiny, but without discipleship, hmm. you can't reach your destiny. And discipleship is that discipline, somebody there that's going to guide you. you. Yes, you use the word. Yes, the word is there. But also... The Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. So I might think that I'm okay, but actually sometimes my thoughts and intentions are not entirely pure because there's just something within me that's trying to preserve me. And in that counsel with, with others, sometimes you can, it, it helps to discern. It helps to kind of think, okay, what's really going on within me? This is what I think I'm thinking, but actually... And as you, as you counsel sometimes with other people, you have to let go of things. Yeah. You have to get let go of things that you think are important or that you think, well, I think this is right and I think this. Well, you just have to let it go because otherwise why, why sit and talk with people? Yes, you have, might have an understanding for yourself, but you, you want to, okay, where, what's your perspective? Where are you coming from? What's that coming from? Like you say, with godly people who fear the Lord, who are not just making decisions based on, you know, what's good for me. Um, and I, that, that's quite, that's quite imp I find that's quite important. Oh, I'm, I can't agree with that more. I've, I've found myself many times once I've had a real good idea and I feel, wow, this is such a great idea, man. I want to run with this thing. I mean, I'm already 100 yards ahead with this thing. I mean, I am actually already have partly built this thing, designed this thing. It's, it's actually already implemented and I just want to share it with everyone. Not that I really want their opinion. I just want to share it with them, basically. <laughs> and that's when, <laughs> that's when I get, got and sometimes get unstuck. Or undone, is that the right yeah, word? Yeah. Um, as I shared with this person, what about this? And then the, the person wouldn't be, instantly wouldn't be all that keen. And I'm like, well, maybe they're just not at the right place. Maybe they're not there. I'll ask someone else. And then, what do you think? And I got the same thing that they're not keen either. And then I'm like, what's wrong with these people, man? I mean, they, they're missing it here. But sure enough, the Bible says where two or more agree, the truth is established. Isn't, it? Isn't that what the word says? By the, by, the, by, the, by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Witnesses, the truth witnesses, is the truth yeah. And do you know what? I've had that so many times where the person would just say, you know what, Dan, that's great, but not like this, wait. It's either yes, no, or wait. Yeah. That's what we feel what the Lord says. It was <laughs> so, and many times, not this way, not that way. It's a great idea, but not now, or that's not really going to work. Yeah. Um, 
And it's when I've found myself rushing into things many times without that wisdom and counsel or quickly communicating with someone and then you have to start backtracking. Oh, I actually went too far too far before I actually asked for that counsel and yeah. wisdom. Yeah. And that's when we get unstuck and undone because we lack the fear of the Lord at the beginning. We lack the fear in the Lord in that decision, in that thing. I didn't have the fear of the Lord that I was careful. Um, the one verse in Proverbs also says, he who fears the Lord lacks nothing. Mm. Yeah, and that really got my attention. And I'm still processing that and say, Lord, make it more and more revelation for my daily walk. Because if I lack something, if you lack joy, if you lack peace, if you lack finance, if you lack, there's even something lacking in your marriage. Uh, sometimes Charlene and I found sometimes if we get into trouble when we have lacked the fear of the Lord, when we can just speak whatever comes into our mouths and you just speak and you just say something to the person. He didn't have that reservation to say, well, I don't think, Lord, help me. I, I, this is not good. Or you, 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 I don't know what it is. I find it sometimes hard to even put my finger on it. Yeah. But, but I feel this, that's, that can with, withhold us nowadays for getting ourselves into trouble. And I think nowadays, especially where we don't know what, what is the way forward. So many people say, well, I've planned to go here. I'm not sure if I can go. We're making plans. We're making travel plans, do's and don'ts. The future is uncertain. So, boy, what a time to talk about godly wisdom. Mm. Yeah. I think that's an interesting, um, going back to your scripture, something that stuck out to me as you were reading it in the beginning, the first scripture that you had there was, oh, yeah. for by wise counsel you will wage your own war. Mm-hmm. And in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. And when Jesus was going to be with the Father, he said, it's for your good, it's for your own benefit that I go to be with the Father because I will send you the counselor. So the ultimate counselor is the Holy Spirit, mm. above, even above people, even above yes. all of it, before all of it actually, mm. is the Holy Spirit. And this, if Jesus is the wisdom of God and wisdom was there in the beginning, the Holy Spirit is pure wisdom. Yeah. And people who are filled, and then to take counsel from people who are filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. You know. It's a double whammy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Zach. Well, praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Christoph, what, what, what is important for you to gain wisdom, to, to get it? Um, I think every, every day we have situations where uh, you need to depend on, on God in, in, in many situations. I mean, we have our talents, we have our gifts, we have our knowledge to deal with uh, simple stuff. But, I mean, wrong way. If, even in simple stuff, sometimes we need wisdom because uh, uh, we learn during our education that sometimes even the simplest matters are the, mo- are the trickiest. Mm-hmm. Um, we can catch ourselves on that. So. Basically, in every, everyday situations, if there's work to do, if, there's intera- if there are interactions with people to, um, uh, to, to have, you know, then the wisdom is needed. Yeah, excellent, Christophe. It's, it's true because the Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. So it's something small, as you said, that you don't apply wisdom in, and that thing can become a, can become a snare. Yeah. Um, so great uh, that you shared that. Praise the Lord. Well, why don't we just pray together? We, we have a song to close our time together with. The song is called, Come Up Higher. So I believe the Lord wants to take us higher and going up higher, we do need wisdom to go up higher with the Lord. So why don't we just pray together and agree together? 
Lord, we just give you the glory for our time today. Thank you that we can look to you and to your word and to your Holy Spirit for this wisdom that we need to acquire. Lord, we need wisdom in these days that lie ahead so much. And you say we must cry out, we must call out, we must look for it, we must search for it, we must apply ourselves. And Lord, we need to do that today. All of us as mankind, as, as human beings, just to say, Lord, we need your wisdom. We need your true knowledge to help us along the way to apply in every little situation as Christoph shared. Even in the littlest thing, Lord, we need wisdom. We need you, Lord, more than ever before. So pour out your wisdom on us today, we pray. A fresh spirit of wisdom. You say, ask, and it will be liberally given to us. In other words, there's no end. It's like a well that you can't get to the bottom of. It's, it's just as much as we need. So shower us today. Lord, anyone that's listening today that, that said, I've lacked wisdom, Lord, help us to repent where we've lacked of that wisdom. The lack of, a, of a inquiring of you first, thinking that we can do it ourselves or that we leaned, we leaned on our own understanding. So Lord, help us today. Fill us again with your Holy Spirit. Fill us again with your wisdom. Fill us again with that power and that knowledge that does literally pass all understanding, all human understanding. So Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you for great days ahead. Thank you that we can approach the future with faith, with wisdom, with true knowledge of who you are and that we can apply, Lord, your wisdom in every single thing we do. So Lord, we give you the glory. We give you all the praise. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we're going to sing that song now, Come Up Higher. The words will be on the screen. So sing with us. Thank you for joining us and God bless you. And uh, pray you'll be blessed with the song. <laughs> 